0: And welcome to the first installment of our Peacock's Feet Literary Podcast for this year. (laughs) Obviously, things are a little different this year, a little more chaotic, a little more virtual, but we want to make sure we still get to talk about these literary aspects. We enjoy and y'all get to hear them if you want. Um, Yeah, so we'll just get right into introducing ourselves and the podcast. If maybe you haven't listened to it before, then awesome fun Um, if you're just my mom listening to it again awesome fun but so the peacock suite is georgia college's annual literary journal and last year i just thought it'd be fun to start up a literary podcast so students have an opportunity to discuss these different aspects of literature they might not get to in a classroom Um, people can submit their music or artwork or anything like that in a capacity that we can show that we might not be able to normally in the journal so to start off, this voice that you've been hearing and will unfortunately continue to hear, I'm Rosalie Bodkin. I'm a junior English literature major with a minor in rhetoric, and I'm the social media chair for the Peacock's Feet.
1: My name is Natalie. I am a senior English creative writing major, and um, my position on the Peacock's Feet is the head nonfiction editor.
2: Hi, I'm Ellen Udall. I'm a junior English literature major and a theater minor, and I am a general nonfiction editor for the Peacock's Feet.
3: Hi, my name is Ava Sheehan. I'm a junior creative writing major and a marketing minor. Um, I'm the head poetry editor for the Peacock's Beat.
0: Awesome. Yeah. So obviously this year, we're still wanting to produce the podcast. So we're just keeping it safe, doing it from Zoom. So I thought a fun thing to talk about this first podcast is you know we were in quarantine for quite some time some of us might have been productive some of us might not have been um, but i'm sure we still managed to read a little bit or at least watch something we binged in some capacity um, so we can talk about our favorite reads and binges from the quarantine does anyone want to go first with that
2: well i i binged a lot of things i had to sort of like get back into reading for pleasure Mm -hmm. instead of reading for class So I just started reading these books that I used to read in middle school called the Dead Is series. Mm -hmm. It's about a family of like witches and they have magical powers and there's vampires and werewolves and it's, the books are like so, so thin. You can read them in half an hour. But I read a lot of those and then I read Sharp Objects by Gillian Flynn. It was wild. What a ride. Um, So I have Gone Girl to Read Now, that I got recently. And then probably the last thing that I'm still kind of in the middle of reading, class has sort of gotten in the way, is um, a book called A Discovery of Witches. And I watched the first season of the show this summer. I bought it all on Amazon. I watched all of it. It's so good. It's about this witch historian she falls in love with this vampire, there are demons, everything happens, so I'd really suggest if you want to read it or watch it.
0: Sounds like a fun time. Everyone needs more witches and vampires in their lives, truly. Truly. All right, um, I'll just go. So one of my favorite reads from Quarantine was Clap When You Land by Elizabeth Acevedo, and it was a very fun read. It was in verse, which normally I'm very more into prose, uh, but it was really interesting and I really enjoyed it. And it's about you know sisters who didn't know they had the same dad and bonding and just kind of trying to come together through different cultures. So that was a really good one. I also just found myself going back to some older, different books to try and get back into reading, like you said, Ellen. But I think one of my favorite binges, which wasn't quite a binge because the series is quite short, but Fleabag, on Amazon. I don't know if y'all see that, but I watched it, and I just, I fell in love. Like, it's now one of my favorite shows, so that's definitely my top recommendation for anything right now. Those are kind of my highlights from quarantine.
3: (laughs) The theme is trying to get back into reading instead of, like, actually reading for class, and I did the same thing. Like, it was really hard to just read two books over the summer, because I was like, I don't know. I, I don't know why. I just I guess I was so used to reading for class and it took a while to actually get back into reading, but I ended up reading The Orphan Train. I forget who it's by, but it was like on one of my reading lists long ago. And so I was like, all right, I'm finally gonna read it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I read Memoirs of a Geisha, which was like really good. And um, binged The Last Airbrender. And that was really awesome mostly a lot of binging on netflix and um like little random poetry books on my
1: kindle that i got for free but yeah
0: <laughs> love getting things for free
1: <laughs> um as for me i again i follow the same theme because a lot of times during the school year i'm too stressed out to like sit down and go through and read the books and really like Uh, digest them as much as I want, but they're good books. So a lot of them, like during the summer, I'll go back and read because there's not that pressure of like, I have to read this because I have to write this paper on it. Um, So I went back and read a couple that I just skimmed through during the year. Um, The Family Fang was a really good one. Um, I read it for my uh, creative writing, my uh, workshop class. It was really, really good. Um, the other one that was a big favorite of mine was The House of, on the Cerulean Sea by T.J. Klune. It was actually recommended to me by a past member of the Peacock's Feet staff named Madeline Ender. And it was fantastic. It's basically about, like, um, orphans in a magical world, per se. And there's almost like a like the government hierarchy of, like, how you take care of them, how you set up these orphanages, these homes for them. And this it was really, really interesting. Um, then on Netflix, I, of course, I was all over it i think i watched cheer the um documentary about the navarro cheerleaders i think like four or five times i became obsessed with it um and dance moms i have a thing about competition shows and the big thing though is i've been watching parks and rec for the first time i need to find out it's going off netflix this month
0: and i'm not gonna finish out. it
1: i know i'm on like season four though and if it's gone gone in a week i can't get the rest of the way through it i don't know what i'm gonna do
0: No, because parks and rec is one of my favorite shows Ugh, we got we'll find a way we'll We'll find we'll get through something and manage to find a way to get you to finish it
1: well leslie nope we'll get there
0: (laughs) so yeah definitely a common theme i think and i found it's with a lot of english majors whether it's literature or creative writing, sometimes you get so sucked into having to read specific things for classes. It kind of drains you out of your ability to read and you think, Oh, this is something I used to really enjoy. So I think it's, I think it's great that during this time we managed to find a way to go back into something we enjoyed and kind of connecting that. I think a lot of people have different comfort books or comfort characters or movies or tv shows that they find themselves consistently going back to when they're tired they're stressed maybe during quarantine to get back into things so what are some of those comfort books characters from whatever genre or form of media that you found yourself kind of latching on i know for me it was definitely percy jackson and annabeth chase i read through the entire original series and then the heroes of olympus and i'm waiting for the last book in the apollo series to come out so i can binge that and that was definitely one especially when the tv series was announced which i'm so excited for i found myself going back and just reverting to my childhood self wanting to be like annabeth chase
1: <laughs> percy jackson was a big one for me too like i oh my gosh annabeth is just one of those characters where you just you want to be her because she's just so strong and just so like she knows what she wants and she's not afraid to go after it and uh, I've just always really admired her and then the tv show I cannot wait <laughs> when they announced it I felt fell out um if you haven't listened to the musical it's also really good I highly yeah. recommend
0: speaking of Annabelle Chase my grand plan from the musical is her song and it is one of the ultimate pick me up songs it's right there with if you listen to Legally Blonde so much better that moment where she's just taking control and she's gonna get things done, so.
2: Off the top of my head, I read a lot of, um, I would read so many like YA books when I was in high school or middle school. I remember um, I read like We Were Liars by E. Lockhart, Lockhart, which was like a book that when I finished it, I wanted to throw it across the room, but I, I was reading it on a nook, so I couldn't do that. Um, and I would read a lot of Margaret Peterson Haddock's books. I don't know if you guys ever read like Among the Hidden. Mm -hmm. It was sort of, it was a whole series and it was about, um, you could only have two children. And if you had more than one, you like, you would hide your other children if you had more than one. And she wrote just science fiction books. And then I would also read Mary Downing Hahn books, which were like ghost stories. Mm -hmm. So I would read those. And for like comfort TV show, I'm probably like on my, on my eighth time watching New Girl, Rosalie.
0: <laughs> I knew instantly when I said comfort, yeah. I was like, Ellen, we're going to go for Nick Miller here.
2: <laughs> I am about to finish season two again. So that should be
3: fun.
0: I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Those found family dynamics are always drawing me in for comfort shows. I just yeah love them.
3: I love New Girl. Um, I've been rewatching Gilmore Girls for like the millionth time now. It's my ultimate comfort like t v show of all time, and especially now that they took off friends. so I've been binging that or just rewatching it whenever I get downtime um I think I'm trying to think of like comfort books or like read things that I've been <laughs> doing um all I can think is like I've been reading like I can't even I need to find the actual book that it's called but it's on my kindle Mm -hmm. and it was like on goodreads and it was like for free and I'm like (laughs) okay we'll just read this and so I've just like been reading it as slowly as possible just Mm -hmm. like skimming through the poems and they're just like little tiny poems like um milk and honey kind of thing like very just easy to comprehend just like pretty um but yeah I read Among the Hidden actually I think it was in sixth grade or something like that and I loved it I I remember I was given the book for my sixth grade teacher and I ended up not giving it back to her because I just wanted <laughs> to keep it um but yeah I I think I tried to read, because it was, like, a series, and I tried to read the other books, but I just, like, couldn't find them all or something like that. I don't
2: but. think I got past, like, the third book, because it would sort of change stories. It would be, like, different characters each book, and so I don't think I, like, started the fourth one. I think, like, my middle school library only had the first three, <laughs> so that's all I could
0: read. But I know what you mean, Ava, when you're trying to think of something that you read, And when you have to suddenly, you have the question on you, you forget everything you've ever read. And then you go back later, and you're like, oh wait, that thing and that thing and of course that show. But yeah, I love Go More Girls and I think it's such a good fall show to watch. So do we have anything else we wanna talk about? Maybe get out in the air about the podcast before we kind of conclude some of these things? Again, since it's the introduction, we just wanted to take it easy, kind of get back into it, get comfortable in this new virtual format and talk about these different things. Um, definitely in the future, we want to go back to polling on our Instagram. So if you're not following us there, here's my obligatory shout out at GC Peacock's Meet. We're currently in the process of posting our get to know the staff so you can kind of figure out who is part of the staff this year. We just posted our general editors one, but definitely doing Instagram polls on stories to see um, what other groups you want to see us talk with. Um, what other things you wanna see us talk about and things like that, because people should be able to hear what they want to hear. And so that's kind of the premise of the literary podcast. Similar to that, if you ever wanna submit any music, we would love to do that. We had a couple people do that last year and it was really fun. And so again, you can just DM us on Instagram or email us and have your music be heard because I think that's an aspect of the journal that's not taken advantage of enough um, by the students. Cause we have so many musically inclined students. And I think that's really fun. And you should be able to express that. Maybe you wrote some stuff in quarantine and you want to release it. Anything else you just want to let the people know, maybe like Midnight Sun from Twilight. Anyone dealing with that right now besides me. Is it a good read, Rosalie? Um, I think it's definitely really fun to read. Cause sometimes you just, get caught up a lot of times as a literature major with the pretentiousness of it sometimes with wanting to read these high scale things but sometimes you need a break and you just need to read Twilight and Midnight Sun is it's pretty hilarious um I don't think it's meant to be but it is (laughs) so it's really fun to read in between like Gulliver's Travels to give yourself a little break.
1: And those those kind of things because again we've just been talking about how the pressure that comes on having to read all these things for all of our different classes so having books like that that are so fun and that you have a real connection with that's where I'm sure a lot of us fell in love with books a lot of us fell in love with literature and that's it's really important that we still go back to that so it gives us a little bit a little ray of hope sometimes (laughs)
0: yeah yeah that's what literature is about obviously being able to critically think critically examine but also just enjoy it because again, we chose these majors because you know we love reading, we love writing, and we wanna be able to express that in any form we can. And so being able to go back to those comfort reads, it's like, oh, okay, yes, I'm doing this, I'm on the right path kind of thing.
2: Yeah, or just like an easy read in general. I know this summer I, I read a book that I, uh, like I was reading like a top 10 list of books for 2019 and I got this book for Christmas and I'd never read it. And I read it, and it's kind of like, you know, a book that a mom would read on the beach? Just an easy book. I was like, okay. And was it good? It was all right. (laughs) It wasn't, you know, it wasn't Goalbo's Travel. But I think, you know, having an easy read with,
3: like, no pressure is really good. I'm really excited for this podcast, because it's just, It's nice to talk about like just those little books that bring you joy, where like you don't have to read it and like underline every single little thing and be like, oh, this means something. I should like underline this. I need to analyze this like passage of the text. Like, you just read it, and like this certain color that they describe is just a color. You don't, (laughs) it doesn't need to be anything else. You just have to enjoy it and enjoy like the pretty words and the pretty imagery that this writer is explaining and I think it's just like really nice to like have people just talk about it in like a Mm -hmm. little group and it kind of like makes you feel happy to be an English major after all of like the pretentious stuff you have to read.
0: Definitely. I think it's good to have that balance and similar to that you know critical approach classes of having so many critical theories thrown at me it's so fun and i love it but sometimes it's dense but then i find myself reading something like midnight sun and like that's a really interesting psychoanalytic choice edward and somehow i'm analyzing it without even intending to and i think it's funny how you have both of those versions of it when reading something fun sometimes it's unintentional that you look into it like that and other times it's important to just turn off that side of your brain and embrace it for what it is. Wow. Even then, I was like, that's very new critical of us. That's, that's what it's doing to me. <laughs> Dr. Blazer, you're making an impact. Yes, but I think that's definitely something that I love about the podcast, you know, just being able to talk with other English majors about these things we enjoy. We definitely want to interact with other English groups and clubs like we have in the past and talk to them about things that are within their specialty, their genre, because. It's just fun, <laughs> especially being able to do it virtually in ways we couldn't necessarily before. Yeah. Make sure you're following our Instagram and our Twitter and our Facebook. Twitter is at GCP Peacock's Feet, Instagram's at GCP Peacock's Feet, and our Facebook is just The Peacock's Feet. Um, very different types of posts being curated based on what you enjoy, so take with that what you will when you choose to follow different versions of them and just keep on looking out for our podcast, hopefully anywhere podcasts are available. So that is our first official podcast of the 2020-2021 year. Hope you all enjoyed it. It's going to get a little more chaotic, a little less chaotic. We'll see depending how the semester goes, but either way, we're going to keep talking about random literary aspects that we enjoy. So again, follow us, keep up with the polls to see what you want to talk about next